Okay. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the 1564 podcast. 1564, everybody's favorite Everybody's standard. favorite standard uh, progression. Progression, which we'll get into. Ooh. Chord progressions. But yes. I am here with two amazing people. Yes. And my friends, the Cotas. Yes. Victor and Brianna. Yes. Victor, E. Brianna. E. Brianna. Victor and Brianna. And Brianna. Brichter. 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 Yeah. And uh, that was the hashtag at your guys' wedding, yeah. if I recall what? correctly. You you came up with that. Yeah, actually. it's still it's really? still our uh, nickname. From it's a still lot our of nickname. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, just it. Brichter. It, it was uh, you know Benefer Kimye. Right. Right. We just figured it was Brichter. When Kanye and <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> Kanye and what's her name Kim Kardashian yeah so we're like Brichter Brichter no it's kind of catchy it works it it, it definitely it really works. works yeah you know that's like okay this was God ordained because it just <laughs> works and when yeah. they say it either one of us will answer yeah. so you know yeah it's true <laughs> yeah. and I want to get it tattooed on me so if anybody wants to donate to my Venmo please um, or please. if we have any tattoo artists that would or like or to- if. God, yes, I have like four tattoos that I would like to get. There you go. That are just really <laughs> expensive to get. Yes, yeah, so you can you can contact this podcast and then you will, if you're a tattoo yes. artist, oh my gosh. we got tattoo people yes. that want to get tattoos here. Yes, please. How long have you guys been married? It'll be six years next, uh, month. next month. Wow, that fast. Yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. It's already six years. I remember being at your guys' wedding, uh, playing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reception. Yeah, yeah, it was just a big hangout of a bunch of musicians. Yeah, that were just there. I yeah, it was fun. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it was a good time. And uh, it was where was the reception at? At our church, I at Greece. your guys' church, right? Yeah. And it was right behind. Uh, was it like where the youth hang out? Or yeah, it's like okay. the back it's like uh, what they call in church multi-purpose. The multi-purpose. The multi-purpose room. El salon. El salon. El salon donde hay talento. Donde hay talento. That's right. El salon. Yes. That's uh, awesome, man. Yeah, well, I'm. I'm so glad to see you guys. It's yeah, so good man. to have Thank you guys you here. And uh, you we know, ran into each other. Sorry, that's at true. Yeah, that's right. Let's talk about that. Let's absolutely talk about <laughs> Let's that. Let's unpack Cause, that. Yes, because uh, Brianna, are you a wrestling fan? So interestingly enough, yeah. no. Okay, but when we were hanging out as friends before we were dating, we had made a bet, and I lost. And so one of the things was that I needed to go to a wrestling event. But what's so funny is by the time the wrestling event came around, we were already dating. We were already dating. Nice. So I, yes. my first introduction was Hell in a Cell. Yeah, so. it was like Hell in a Cell. <laughs> so that would have been what, 2016? Okay. Or 2015? I don't know. No, 2016. Uh, dude, uh, it was uh, Brock Lesnar, Undertaker, Hell okay. in a Cell. That was a good that one. That was amazing. That was a good one. And it was Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt. Wow. Okay. I got to see that. That was awesome. You could say, though, I'm not a wrestling fan. I'm a fan of the fan of wrestling yes so you know I'm right his fan. Yeah. right so you know one year i did get you tickets to um, smackdown smackdown on valentine's, valentine's day. day right so you know and just a few months ago or last year in christmas we both got exactly from our wives <laughs> exactly tickets to the grandest stage of exactly. the mall the showcase of the immortals <laughs> the showcase of the immortals and for yeah. those who don't know both victor and i are humongous wrestling yes, fans big wrestling fans. and we'll get into worship but yeah. this is important this is very important <laughs> Maybe because we should do a podcast on wrestling. Let's do a wrestling podcast. I'm so down. Because, oh. dude, when... Okay, so I got into... Re- my first memory of wrestling mm. was when I was a kid. I was like six or seven, and it was The Undertaker. Okay. And that, I'm like, I'm sold. Because yeah. he came out, and he yeah, was like yeah. the smoke and dark yeah, yeah, yeah. and the music. I'm like, I am sold yeah. on wrestling. I I actually do not... I don't know when I got into it. It's just mm. always been there. Right. So I remember watching it like Saturday mornings right. in Mexico. Same. And yeah. obviously... 
yeah. being Mexican, I was born in TJ, so it's yeah. like Lucha Libre is a part of the Mexican right. culture, you know? Yeah. So even then, I would my parents would take me to the Lucha Libre stuff. Like, they have movies of, like, the yeah. the wrestlers fighting, like, the El mafia. Santo yeah. or something. El Santo <laughs> Blue Versus, like, They're yeah. fighting the mafia. <laughs> I'd have, like, all these masks and stuff. So it's just kind of been a part of my life. Yeah. You know, and, and then you, you joined and engrafted into that very church word. <laughs> I, I actually had been telling her since we knew yeah. that it was in LA. I was like, that's the only thing I want. I probably like 2019 or 2020. I'd be yeah. like the, I want this for Christmas and my birthday and everything. This is the only thing I want for 2022, right. 2023. So now this time it's the world cup. I'm like, look, you got four years to plan. There you go. All I want is the world cup world tickets. Cup tickets. At the yeah. same stadium. At the same stadium. <laughs> At the same stadium. That's yeah. an awesome stadium. By it the way. is, dude. It was all, except yeah. for parking. Except for parking. Parking was ridiculous. Dude, that was crazy. Yeah. We had Gosh. a park. We had a park outside, or when we first got in, it's like told us parking was like eighty bucks. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna pay eighty dollars. <laughs> so I went. Yeah. So she's like, oh, you can go to the structure. Yeah. And then it was the same. And I told, and I told the guy, I was like, yo, is there like you know a forty dollar option or right, something? Yeah, right. Yeah. And he's like, it's like, well, if you go to the ATM, you give me cash and. The, I'll oh, let you through. So you let us in. Okay. The hustle is real. The hustle is real. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So he wasn't there the next day, though. Yeah, so we he think told us he was there the next day. <laughs> maybe his hustle got found out. Yeah, Probably. maybe it did. Maybe <laughs> it did. Found out and got him. But, yeah. But yeah, we saw each other in WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which we're both, you know, Roman guys. Yes. And uh, I was tribal chief. Tribal chief. I acknowledge the tribal chief. Same. And I was with my finger yep, up. Yep. And my wife, Tanya, she was like Cody Rhodes, you know, Cody Rhodes. <sighs> wow. So she was like heartbroken. Wow. And so um, were the people behind us. Yeah. And there was a, a young kid also right in front uh-huh. of us. He had a sign. Oh, you know, no. And he was just like, how could they do this? <laughs> and he was so heartbroken. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. This is what wrestling does to people. Exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. very emotional. You know, Nobody understands, and it's okay. But uh, this is what I always say. Do you go to the Avengers because it's real? No, you go because no. it's entertainment. Exactly. So yes. you just get into it, and it's like, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, what she heard knows. this explanation No, it's because before. I've heard it so many times. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's just one of those. It, it, it's just amazing. Yeah. And, you know, you can judge me all you want, but wrestling events are like no other bro like you know right. this. like it's no. like no other yeah they are there and it's funny because the first now that you mentioned tijuana the first wrestling event i went to was mexico city my family's ah. from mexico city so i saw at that time i saw vampiro canadiense Ooh, vampiro. Yeah, yeah. and then who else was there uh that night i want to say somebody else i think me and mascaras might have been Ooh, there okay uh but it was at one of those legendary mexico city because i yeah, think there's yeah. uh, arena mexico yeah, yeah. and there's like arena coliseo yeah, yeah, so yeah. i think was i went it to like what coliseo. cc or cml yeah cc yeah, or, yeah um, i was gonna say ccm ccm yeah yeah <laughs> it's the worship CCM. yeah yeah uh but yeah no it's, wrestling is uh something amazing that everybody should watch it, you should you should watch it you should get into it analyze it and uh <laughs> Be happy and talk to, to us. About I will say it. they are the best. Like, just saying from from a church media standpoint, they are the best at media. There you Bro. go. Like <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That pro presenter guy was like, killing it at WrestleMania. <laughs> they got a church guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, 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 their their tech is on point. They, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The production of it and the scale. We should have ridiculous. them at like church tech conferences. Imagine if they ran an Easter service. Dude. If WWE oh, ran man. an Easter service. Dang. 
that Easter Bunny would get stone cold stunnered. <laughs> stunnered. Like Shawn Michaels would come down again. Like, Jesus would make a whole entrance. Oh yeah, and, yeah. You know. Did you remember that time Vince McMahon fought God? Yes, I do remember <laughs> he fought God. Yes, He's I do. Just, again, we, I don't condone that. Uh, we don't condone. Of course, that. no. <laughs> we condone worship. Yeah, we condone worship and the celebration but, you know, of Jesus. The Undertaker is a uh, Christian, and so yes. Shawn Michaels. Yep. I so. saw him do an interview with a pastor. Yeah, at a pastor's I got conference. you Shawn Michaels' book. Yeah, yeah, she got me Shawn Michaels' book, like his autobiography, where he talks about yes. that and talks about him going through, like you know, all this drug stuff, and then him finding the Lord. So nice. And I think Sting is also a believer. Sting, yes, Sting. So if um, yeah, by any chance any of you guys ever hear this, Sting, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels. Um, please, you know, please come. Even though this is a worship <laughs> podcast, I will host yes, you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I'll invite my friend Victor. Exactly. <laughs> can sit and have and a we'll conversation. Nerd out. It's, it's, speaking of Easter, I always okay. So I always tell the team, I'm like, hey, this is our WrestleMania. This yes. is that's yeah. how I always that's tell true, the yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. I don't call it our Super Bowl. I don't yeah, call it anything yeah, else. I yeah. call it our WrestleMania. Yeah. Because Easter is like the one service, as you guys know, right. where everybody shows up. Right. And probably even more so than Christmas. Right. Actually, yeah. Yeah. The, Christmas is a big one, but Easter, everybody shows up. They're hanging from the rafters, bro. They're right. yeah. the rafters. They yep. have a packed yeah, house. Yeah, you know? yeah. Capacity crowd. Capacity crowd. You know, everybody dresses nice. Yeah. You know, uh, the set list. How... So how was Easter for you guys this year? Mm -hmm. Did you guys do anything like uh, crazy special? Yeah. Mesh any songs up? Because now that's like, you know, yeah. that's like a thing. Yeah. yeah. In you know? a grave with like, you know, yeah. whatever. You're right. You know, yeah. you're doing mashups of songs and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. Um, Easter was great. We, yeah. what, did, what did we do? We did um, Lion. We did Lion. That's a good one. So we started Into with Lion. All Hail King Jesus. Yep. Great. Um, we did that special Lazarus. Yeah, by uh, Kane. By Kane. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, which is a cool song. Um, we did "Come Out of That Grave" by mm -hmm. uh, Bethel. Okay. Into Living Hope. Oh, so nice. the songs were you yeah. know pretty all resurrection based. Uh, the theme of it was raised to life. Like right. every year, we kind of like up come up with a theme. Yeah. Um, you know, all of course revolving Easter and New Life, but right. But yeah, everything was tailored around there. But it, it was it was this time it was just more straightforward. I think okay. you know we we didn't have like flags or big production like I think right. we've had in the past. But it was mostly just yeah. we really made sure intentional about keeping like the worship like yeah. um, atmosphere. Nice. You know, like I think like we can get so caught up in production, which is great. You know, things right. are cool and right. lights and videos. Right. Like you know. The people that do the videos, that's what their giftings are. Right. But I think we were intentional in making sure that just a worship like atmosphere was just the main thing. Right. You know, this year. We wanted to maintain like the spirit you would feel in a regular Sunday service. Oh, nice. You know how sometimes Easter can kind of get compartmentalized yes. because you know all of these guests are coming. Yes. You know, the people that come, yeah. you know, twice a year. Yeah. CEO Christians. Yeah. It's almost like a big infomercial for your church. Really. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because, That's true. you know, you're like, okay, the best worship songs, the best worship team. Yeah. Uh, the message has to be, you know, so it's basically like almost this promotion for like, come to our church. Right. You know, we're doing this. Um, how do you guys, what do you think the balance is in all of that? Mm. You know, you, mm. you talked about production and I feel like, and obviously in these last couple of years, mm. worship production is just, yeah. Even in the local church. Thing, right. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, that's just like, it, we can move from yeah. like these big concerts because now in the local church setting, mm. like production has become a very key yeah. thing. Yeah. Like you have to have an LED wall. <laughs> like we have to. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. So what do you think the balance is in all that? Yeah. Um, one thing like, a few years ago, um, we were doing church 
uh, when we were when we were at my brother's church, we would do like mm-hmm. our Sunday services at, at Grace at our church, yeah. and then we would go to my brother's church, who pastors a church in L.A., and we would go right after. And, and do worship in and Spanish. do worship in Spanish yeah. there. For like and five I, years we yeah, did for that. Five years. It was a long time. Um, and I remember scrolling through Instagram, and this was on Easter, right. and then seeing all these big church production stuff. Right. And I got a little bummed, you know. It's like, oh man, we didn't have this, and mm. you know, we didn't have the LED cross, and right. you know, dancers <laughs> and all that. <laughs> yeah. And the, both services that I had to, but but and then at the same time. I, as I was scrolling, we have this pastor that we follow who's a part of the Grace Organization who has an orphanage and has a church in Uganda. Okay. And they were just praising Jesus. Right. Mm. And I was like, at that moment, um, I was like, man, God cares just as much as like the people in Uganda yeah. with like the really, you know, leftover Mackie mixer from somebody, right. you know, carving or whatever. Yeah. Then like, as just as much as like the people in the LED cross. So right. um, sometimes even more because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, in, in those productions, yeah. the heart isn't mm-hmm. there, you know, God right. cares. Right. So that to say, I think the balance truly comes with what is the culture of your church? Mm. What's the context and also where your heart is. Right. If your heart is to truly put on um, not a display, but, but really put, really put the message of let's say in especially in regards to Easter of the resurrection. Right. I mean, if that's what your heart is and that's where your intention is, then that's what God looks at. Like, mm-hmm. right. The Bible says that God, God, uh, judge or man judges the outward, but, ju- but yeah. God looks at the inner. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's, I think, you know, and it sucks cause you can't, not that it sucks, but you can't speak for people. Right. Right. Yeah. Because you don't know them. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, we can look at these things. Like there was this church that like, they're like this, it was like this, um, crazy Easter presentation that was right. like all over YouTube, you know, that was just <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, like what's <laughs> happening, you know? Right. And at first I was that same person. I was like, why are they doing this? <laughs> like they're talking about their butts. Right. You know, <laughs> uh, like, but I started really thinking, it's like, you know, like at the end of the day, if their heart was mm. to present the message of Jesus right. and people got saved, like that's a win. That is a win. Yep. And maybe their heart wasn't that. I don't know, but I don't know them and I could right. only pray that they would. So for me, it's a heart issue and it's what's your intention yeah. and also what's the culture of your church? Like for them, the culture is this big production thing. Yeah. I have yeah. friends at other churches that honestly, Easter is great, but they worship the exact same way. On Easter, okay. it's not anything different, but that's the culture of their church. Wow. You know, that's what they go after. They're, 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 mm-hmm. they're there to minister to the heart of the Lord. So mm-hmm. like, that's what they're doing that regardless of right. what Sunday it is. Wow. You know what that's I mean? So, awesome. yeah. so I think it's the context and the, yeah. and where you're at as a church and what your mission is, but also the main thing is the heart. Oh, you. Yeah. I would say too, that, you know, tech and production, they're merely a tool. Right. They're not right. inherently good or evil. Right. It's yeah. just a tool. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you yeah. think back to like, hey, if Paul the Apostle had that tool, <laughs> right. like right. what would he do? Right. You know, right. if the disciples yeah. had some really cool lighting out yeah. on like, you know, right. when, you know, the Beatitudes were being preached, right. would they have <laughs> utilized it? Right. Yeah. Um, we don't know. Right. Um, 
But it's not really the technology that's inherently good or bad. Right. It's really, like he said, the heart and the intention yeah. behind it. But I also think that even churches that have the ability and that is the culture, the question is, is it the tool that you are using to connect people to Jesus? Mm. So yeah. is it something in worship that is going to enhance what's going on right. in the room and it's yeah. going to help it? Right. Or is it going to detract? Right. You know, for right. example, we we did a, um, I think it was for Christmas. We sang "Too Good to Not Believe." Yes. And we did a video mm -hmm. that was all images of Jesus. Wow. Through like all the different things that they're talking about, okay. so right. that people could visually connect right. with what was being said, rather That's than cool. just having someone right. stand on the stage and sing. Yeah. So the intention was to help people to connect to the message. Wow, that's cool. So what is the intent when you're utilizing it? It's like, is it flashing the lights just because it looks right. cool? Right. Or are you really trying to create an atmosphere where people are able to focus and connect with right. things in a certain yeah. way? So it's all in how you use it. Mm -hmm. You guys mentioned, uh, I like the word intent, and you mentioned twice culture. Mm -hmm. And... Obviously, as worship leaders, you're always and and a church leader, you're always trying to build a culture. Yeah, you know, uh, some church. Obviously, every church has their specific culture things that they that they're. It's very important to them. But let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about building culture mm. and and our and our churches of what it's excellence or the intent. What is the intent? How important do you guys think that is? Building culture in our. Church? Yeah, no, I think that's huge, man. Because culture drives everything wow I like yeah. that. you know like yeah. culture it does um we have come to learn and then it's because it's also when culture sets the pace it's always it's always harder to reset it mm. than it is to keep it going wow you know what i mean yeah. and, and we've experienced that in different in different contexts where you know the the culture was one way and then we just really felt god leading a different way and it was pulling teeth or, or it was hard right. to try to reshift that yeah. so you know when when you have a set culture of and obviously things evolve right yes. like things yeah. that were the same even 10 years ago or even even pre-covid are not the same post-covid yeah. right like right. The, this was just three years ago right so but but you know if the culture is is set from the very beginning mm. where hey we want our worship like we're talking about worship we want our worship culture to be not so much very rigid song one through five but we're going to give space right. um or or we might not you know we might go with one song and then just give space you know or mm. we're just going to give an hour to worship or whatever the culture is yeah. you know because 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 it could be it's very easy to judge the churches that you go, oh, well, that's your, that, that's your 15, 20 minutes of worship mm. and that's it, yeah. you know, but that's their culture. Right. Right. And, yeah. and, and there's people that are receiving Jesus through that, yep. you know, and we can't judge that, you know, yeah. just because our culture is different at our church, you know, right. but, but if they want that, then it's just a total culture shift. You know what I mean? Like right. in a, in a massive church that, you know, yeah. you do have your you know, your, your 90 minute, uh, service yeah. time. Right. Yeah. And you have to fit in worship through that. Well, if you're trying to allow for whatever, I mean, you know, the buzzwords of spontaneity and, right. and, you know, we watch YouTube and we go, we want what Bethel's doing, upper rooms doing all that. Right. Right. Um, you know, well, it's going to take, if you really want that, there's a, th then maybe shift your culture to like pursuing the presence of the Lord mm. in worship, in your services. So, yeah. so, so I, I think it's, mm -hmm. it's massively important because it drives everything you do preaching. 
right? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. like what? And, and also, and in talking about production, it'll drive that, right? right? Like, right. because it's like, if your culture is set on, um, you know, we're presence, another buzzword, right? We're presence oriented, right. yeah. we're presence focused. Well, you're going to do everything that revolves around the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And you're going to look at everything that you do in regards to your church and service and go, does this fit into this? And if mm-hmm. not, it doesn't. Mm. Yeah. I would say in terms of culture, you don't tell people what the culture is. You show them. Wow. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for example, you can't really stand up on the platform and say, Hey, our culture is one where everyone raises their hands, raise your hands. Right. right. Like they really do look because you can't lead people where you won't go yourself. Right. So as much as you want culture to change, you have to be the one to model it. Right. And so a lot of times I think we have to think through, well, yes, I want this, but is this something I'm even comfortable doing? Mm. Is this something I even want to chase? Yeah. Is this something I know I can model? Um, because I'll, if we can't, it's just an idea. Right. You know, right. Um, and I think too, in, mm-hmm. in, in creating worship culture, even on your team and teaching your team how to lead, right. so much of it comes by where you go and what they see you do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like building that culture is so important with the team, especially now because I feel like, like I feel like Gen Z, you know, mm-hmm. like we're all millennials here, so like Gen, mm-hmm. I feel like Gen Z is bringing something a little different to the table when right. it comes to water. Like when I see them worship, there a lot of them are very like just fearless. They just mm-hmm. go for it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of them have also grown up in the age of like I I want to do what Upper Room's doing. Right. I want to do what mm-hmm. Bethel's doing. Right. Like I want my church to feel just like that. Which is nothing wrong with that. Right. But again, maybe that culture hasn't been built. Right. You know, maybe that culture is not there yet to where they right. want. And some of them get really eager or very right. like, how come nobody's raising their hands and yeah. nobody. He's like, do you guys have any, like, uh, maybe some of the young people at your church that have, like, you know, mm-hmm. feel like, oh, maybe we should be doing more of this or we should be doing more of that. Because as a worship leader, right. you always get the, how come we're not doing this? Exactly. Yeah. How come we're not how doing, come we're that? doing that song? How come we're doing this song mm-hmm. again? You know, how yeah. come we're not doing this other song? You know, we, we get those things a lot as, as worship leaders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What has your experience been like with that? I'm not saying this from a jaded millennial perspective, <laughs> by the way. We but promise I think, we're not. Yes. <laughs> but I think what's happening with a lot of the Gen Z or, you know, kids is you're experiencing a lot of youthful zeal. Mm, and yes. then it's yes. like, yes, you know, it's like, it's, it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's like this, it's like David before he became king, right. there was youthful zeal. There was yeah. bear before the Lord. There yeah. was, you know, doing all these amazing yeah. things and, and you did, did not care what you look like. And, and, and I think we get that because, you know, at, at that moment, you're not really, you don't have some scars. You don't have some jadedness. You don't have some church hurt. You don't have some, you know, like the context of, 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 you know, we grew up Hispanic church. So in, so our culture, everybody in us, if, if you didn't fall down in the service and the Holy spirit wasn't there, exactly. you know, like it was almost a bad service. Exactly. Exactly. You kind of had to make yourself like fall down. Um, so in knowing that, like, or, or us growing up in that, we're like, dude, I want the furthest away from that. And I want Mm -hmm. something real. I would say that I have not gotten that question either. Oh, okay. That's good. But I will say that that generation in general, just interacting with them at church Mm -hmm. is very emotionally driven. Right. Yeah. 
So you really have to work hard as a worship leader to address mm. what happens when you don't feel it. Mm. Wow. You really have to talk yeah. about that. That's the elephant in the room because wow. it's like, oh, yeah. we felt the presence of God and, you know, 10 youth were in the front crying and holding each other. Well, that's great. But you're going to have a day where the rubber meets the road and your yeah. life is in shambles and all you have is Jesus and you may not be feeling it that day. Wow. So let's talk about what we do then. Wow. Let's talk yeah. about how yeah. we connect to the Lord then. Right. The other thing it, that kind of crosses between that and changing church culture yeah. is about couple years ago, the Lord spoke to me and, you know, as worship leaders, there is such a green room culture where yes, yeah. you get off the stage and <laughs> yep. you go back to the green room and yep. everybody's drinking their coffee and they're right. hanging yeah. until they get the text or the yeah. beep that like, Hey, last point. Yeah. Get ready. <laughs> get ready. Yeah. Piano, 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 <laughs> exactly. keys are up. Yeah. Keys are up. Keys up. And that's just the culture we've grown yep. up around. Yep. And the Lord was like, Brianna, if you are not in the service, you don't know what I'm doing. Wow. You don't know what I'm wow. doing in the room. Yes. Yeah. So if you don't know what I'm doing in the room, then how are you going to get on the platform and join me in what's happening? Right. Because you're just walking in blind. Yeah. So we began to shift the culture where we stopped sitting in the green room wow. and everybody goes back out to the service. Now, mind you, as worship leaders, we're going to get stopped by like five yes. people on the way back yeah. out to the auditorium, yeah. right. but we're not sitting back there right. shooting the breeze and having coffee. We're actually actively listening yeah. and saying, okay, Lord, yeah. what are you saying? So that when you call, we get called up, yeah. we're just joining right back where you are. Right. But that didn't, that had to come from us as leaders of the team, like saying, okay, we're just not going to sit back here because this right. is what God is telling us. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, then when it comes also to feeling it, you know, especially you get young worship kids on Sunday morning, they are not feeling it because it's no. early and they're yeah. tired and, yeah. you know, they're eating their Egg McMuffin and right. they're like, don't talk to me. Right. Um, it's also just leading by example in that way. Right. You know, um, and then not to like trail off, but another thing that we've talked a lot about and you can probably speak to a lot is that what happens on Sunday is the, it's the overflow of your intimacy throughout the week. Yeah. Mm. Yes. So if you're yeah. not ready to like sit at the feet of the Lord during the week, right. Then what do you think you're going to have to give on Sunday? Morning. On Sunday? Yeah. Cause again, it's not just, Hey, I feel it today or right. I don't feel it. Right. Where is that coming from? Right. Are you going to the well? Are you getting filled right. up? Is he depositing things into you all week long so that when you get up there, mm -hmm. you're already tapping into what's right. what's there? Yeah, no, I, I we we did a, I did a devo of that with our team, um, and it was and it was like, you know, for for church for the for the congregation, Sunday is your day to get poured in, mm. and then to go out. Right. Like, cause they're, they're, they're not, you know, that, that that's the time where we gather together right. and then they go out. So for us as the worship team and worship leaders, mm -hmm. that's not our day to get poured into. It's our day to pour out. Right. So it's yep. like, we do our, yeah. we do our pouring in yeah. throughout the week so that we're ready to pour out. So then yeah. the church can pour out, right. you know, cause it's a very, 
it's a very rad responsibility that God has placed in us um, and that has for us Mm -hmm. so that we can, so that we're in that position to give whatever the Lord is doing and to lead people and to lead our churches into an intimate moment with God. So, you know, yeah, that's what we would always say, like, do your, like, get poured in during the week, pour into the, you know, pour, uh, receive from the Lord, receive so that on Sunday you're not coming in like, well, what am I going to do, you know, and right. all that. But yeah. No, I, I think you hit on something really important, um, which is the pouring, in, the pouring out part that happens. And the, you, you said a word responsibility. And I think a lot of people involved in worship mm-hmm. forget that there is a responsibility yeah. that we have yeah. as worshipers, as Levites, yeah. Levitas, yeah, 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 Levitas. Uh, there is this responsibility that like, hey, this is a moment where God wants to connect with people. Right. We're being a vessel. Right. You know, and it's like, what kind of vessel are we? Exactly. Bro. You know, and, and I feel like sometimes that word it doesn't you know there's no oh there's no responsibility it's just like we're going to show up we're going to play some songs we're going right. to we we accept it you know accept it on planning center exactly. and we're going to get there and worship and that's it but it's like no there, it goes beyond that right mm-hmm. and, it's, and especially if you're in front and you're the guy worshiping exactly. and telling people to raise their hands there's this responsibility right. that i think we must accept yeah i i i i've come to, over the last few years realize um that that it's it's a it's a weighty responsibility, but it's yes. an awesome responsibility yes, that God has entrusted those that have that ability, um, that that musical gifting, you yeah. know, to yeah. to to worship Him and lead others into worship. Yeah. Um, and it's a weighty responsibility. And and I was re- it came when I was reading in, in Scripture um, when God when they were dividing up the lands, mm-hmm. and God said, "Hey." The Levites don't get a piece of land because I am their inheritance. Wow! Like the presence yeah. of God is their inheritance. So, yeah. so for me, it's this responsibility of the presence of God right. as my inheritance, not as a land. That that really shifted my mind from stewarding mm-hmm. and the responsibility to steward yeah. instead of trying to create something. Right. You know, um, mm-hmm. uh, I've been doing ever since Easter actually. God just put on my heart to start doing like videos that are like one to two minutes mm-hmm. where it's I like, them, I yeah. share something and then I kind of say a prayer. Yeah. Okay. I just put on my heart. And, and one of the ones I, one of the ones I did actually last week was that where, you know, there's, we, th- we want to create something. We want to create these rad moments right. that we see all these awesome churches do. Right. Um, but, but we don't understand that, that we're not meant to create that. Right. Yep. Because, God is the God is a creator, right? He's yeah. a creator of all. He's the author of creativity. Yeah. But for us as Levites, we have a responsibility to steward his presence. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, when we get out of the mindset of creating and stewarding, it's it shifts our mind because it's yeah. because then it does become a responsibility, right? Yeah. When you when yeah. when you get when you get an inheritance or you yeah. you know, when I think about an inheritance, it's like you get you get a big stack of money. money yep. It's like, well, how are you gonna steward that? Like, yeah. are you gonna make good investments, or are you just right. gonna like yeah. buy everything? You know, yeah. buy WrestleMania tickets for the next right. forty years. <laughs> right, <yeah>. You know, <laughs> yeah. or 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 yeah. are you gonna or are you gonna steward it well? And yeah. I think that was yeah. the shift for me, where it became a responsibility yeah. and a good responsibility. Yes, you yeah. Know? Absolutely. Stewarding is such an important thing when it comes to worship because yeah. we have a team of people that you have to store it and pour into right, every yeah. single week, and. A, a team of different personalities, different age groups, 
people that like certain songs, certain songs don't, or worships, whatever it is. It's there's just different people, and you're trying to sort that. You're trying to create this team, right. and you're all trying. You're trying to convey this message of like. Of, of unity but also like okay let's have the same heart and the same purpose the right. same drive right you know that we can pour into people you know it's and it's not just you're not just doing lyrics you're really serving you know right. you're not just doing pro presenter on sundays you're serving yeah. you know you're not just doing sound on sunday you're serving you know yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's an important um again back to that word responsibility to really convey right to people like hey this is important this part of the serving is it's important and it's also a privilege and an right. honor to be part of this right you know? yeah we we would every i started doing this with yeah. when we had new people coming into the tech team yeah and like i kind of drafted like a little thing and yeah and i and i put on there you're a levite like awesome. you are yeah. a part of what god does yeah. in the worship through our God's in service through worship. Yeah. You know, one of the, one of the uh, Hebrew words for worship, like, you know, there's a bunch mm -hmm. where it's like seven or something. One of them is Amar and it's, and it's amplified worship. Mm. So it's like, so it's, so it's, so it's, you know, the sound of worship that's amplified. Yeah. So I was like, Whoa, that's pretty cool. And, and as I relayed that to the sound team and to the people, you know, mm -hmm. that serve it just in tech, I'd be like, guys, what you do, it truly is a form of worship because it's yeah. amplified through the speakers, like yeah. it's amplified yeah. through everything that we do. So yeah. it really brought it to that responsibility factor of like, mm -hmm. wow, this is pretty, this is, this is a pretty rad responsibility that we carry. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and I think conveying that message week after week and building that culture is, mm -hmm. is really important like you said it drives it yeah it drives it mm. you touched on something and and i'm actually really glad that you're here because we both grew up in latino churches yes hispanic churches and uh and then we're both leading at not hispanic churches yeah, <laughs> yeah and weird. uh yeah and uh for me i will share um the transition mm -hmm. was wasn't rough but it was a learning experience yeah because there's two forms mm. The culture of worship in, in both churches is, is, is different. Yeah. Especially when I started worshiping in English like a few years ago. Like now, you know, we have very Pentecostal movements like mm -hmm. like Bethel mm -hmm. and Upper Room that helps. Yeah. Or like, oh, cool. Like, you yeah. know, I used to only see this at my church, you know, yeah. Latino church on uh, Sundays. Cristiana, or I guess Daniel, like Cristiana, exactly. You know, whatever. Right, yeah. a Friday night vigilia yeah, exactly. when you're it's like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and now it's like... 24 hours, 7, 24 7. Exactly. So yeah. I was doing that like as a kid. Yeah, as a kid. Yeah. It's like, you know, people were like, oh, yeah, look at this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what we just grew bro, up. Asbury doing. Bible was just a, like a conference, bro. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, toda yeah. la noche. You know yeah, what I mean? Toda la noche. noche yeah. Because yeah. I remember we had like these crazy, like, we're going to have 72 hour lockdowns of prayer and worship. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like Friday night to Sunday. Yeah. We're just going to stay at the church and everybody's going to take and a And then manas would make the food. Yeah. And, would make the food. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> what was your experience like, dude, coming into like, yeah. uh, um, I guess more of an Anglo American, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you want to answer maybe your? Because you've you went from Anglo. I did the opposite. She did the opposite. Oh. So, so that because so because we've played a lot of Hispanic events. Yes, a lot. So I'll key off of you. Oh, you're gonna have me go. Yeah, first. go ahead. I would. That's well, interesting. you know. I did find out that they start at least a half hour to an hour after the start time. <laughs> that course. was new to me. Yes. <laughs> to where finally when we were married, I was like, you're going to go here. 
what time does it start? Because yeah. I wanted to know what time I would really <laughs> right. get home. Yeah. Um, and there's no ending either sometimes. No. It's just like it's when the just, Lord says it's done. Yeah, when the Lord yeah. says it's done. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's why all these revival services, pff, yeah. bro. Been doing that since yeah. I was like yeah. born. Yeah. I have found, and I don't know if this is the case because I haven't been in enough Hispanic churches to yeah. know this, but um, there is more of an emphasis on community. Mm. Um, and like you're talking about yeah. the food and stuff, that's not really an Anglo church thing mm-hmm. unless it's an event, you know, you have right. an event, people are going to bring food, but it was like every week we went, it was like Just somebody food. was doing something outside, right. yeah. you know, Talento. <laughs> <laughs> there yeah. was frutas, there was something. It's Cause one yeah. day you got to have the salvies, <laughs> yeah. you know, then Honduras and yeah. then Mexico, Mexico like yeah. Pozole, and then, Pozole, and then yeah. you have everything. You yeah. have everything. Yeah. I think too. In terms of um, volunteers, yeah, there's more of a sense of we just want you to do it, yes, and we don't care how polished it is, right? We just want you to be involved because we're familiar, right? You know, like right. that, just like yeah, sense of let's yes. just do this, yes. Mm. So sometimes you know there would be people who would give announcements that would trail off for you know. 10 they minutes. Say, oh, yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. They would say, or they would say a cuss word because the lady giving <laughs> right, announcements right, you know. just converted, you know? Yeah, like, yeah exactly. She still exactly. had a little bit in her or flesh. Or maybe the people that are doing doing offering at the end, like they're going to give you an offering talk, but it's going to be, a, it's going to be, you know, a long right. offering yeah. talk, yeah. you yeah. know? But nobody's bothered. Nobody no. worries no. about how, you know, hey, we're not on schedule. No. Like, Mm-mm. you know, nobody's giving you the Mm-mm. face or like flashing the clock or, nope. you know, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. Um, so there, there is that. Yeah. And, I, and I think, too, there's also um, a greater openness to express yourself through worship in a physical way. Just right. in an English church, right. there's much more reserved. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah. I grew up in a church that was like very reserved you know like if you were too demonstrative they were going to escort you out because you're a distraction yes you know so i think yeah i think it is good like there are really good things from that i have gotten to experience in being in a hispanic church yeah I don't know. I've I've left it. Yeah, you have. Yeah. I you have. embraced it. Well, I started going before we were dating. Okay. So my brother played with him and he was like, hey, do you want to come and help me sing? You know, and I remember like the first Spanish worship song they had me do was Maserca. And I okay. still love that song. Yeah. Um, yeah it, it was just, it was an mm. entire cultural yeah. immersion, but God knew I was going to marry into yeah, that. Right. So yeah, it, yeah. And for me, like Grace actually was the first English church I ever congregated mm-hmm. at all my life. It was all Spanish, you know, right. or, or some sort of Hispanic church, like right. whether it was like modern yeah. or, you know, or old, like, or not old, like classic <laughs> Pentecostal. Pentecostal <laughs> you know? I think one of the, uh, the, the hardest thing for me at that time. And, and again, going back to culture, mm-hmm. when I came in and w- which was about when you came into grace or to our church, um, the culture was different. Right. So, I was coming out of like, you know, yeah, the Hispanic style. So it was it was odd for me that, yeah, there was a lot of people more reserved. You know, there yes. was a lot of people that were like, you know, you're, you're singing, you know, whatever. And they're just kind of like, you know, and, and, and they're, they're like, <laughs> they're like, worship was great today. And this was right. doing worship. Like, <laughs> right. You know, you're just like, right. are, are you sure? Yeah. Like, are you sure? But right. but the good thing about that was that I learned that 
God moves differently. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Same. In every church yep. and also yep. with people. Like, yeah. you know, just because somebody didn't cry or didn't fall down, that didn't mean <laughs> yep. that the Holy Spirit wasn't there. Yeah. You know, like, yes, there's manifestations and, you know, there's yeah. all these theologies that we can talk about. But, but at the end of the day, just because somebody cried doesn't mean that the service was bad. Right. It just mean God was doing something in their heart or, yeah. you know, they were just experiencing yes. their, the way that God wired them. Yes. So yeah. that was a big thing. One of the, like a practical thing was order. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, like, absolutely. like order. exactly those 20 minute announcements. Yeah. Those yeah. 20 minute announcements wasn't 20 minutes. Nope. It was like, we Hey, you need to hit. Yeah. You start on time <laughs> or you hit, you get, you know, if you're doing announcements, hit, hit this or, yeah. you know, so that was, that was not, that was not a hard thing to, mm-hmm. to like learn, but it was kind of like, it was a, a, a culture shift sure, of like, yeah. whoa, like, okay. Yeah. Like there's some beautiful things that. The Hispanic church, I think, can learn from that. Mm-hmm. There's also beautiful things that that Mer- the church in America can learn from yeah. the Hispanic church in that way. Yeah, hundred um, percent. When it comes to community and also just being okay with having, like, with expressing yourself during worship, mm-hmm. like, because that's the thing, right? Like, y- you respond to yes. the Lord and to what God is doing, mm-hmm. and it's okay to be demonstrative. Yes. You know, um, but some churches or, you know, in American churches, like, uh, you know, especially, especially you see that with guys, like with, with yeah. dads, yeah. you know, with the dads are just kind of like hanging yeah. and it's like, well, you know, you know, right. uh, maybe I might rip my hand. I might not. Right. So, so that was, that was one thing that I, that was the main thing, like I said, where it was like, well, are they like into it? Like, right. You yeah. know, yeah. What, what, I remember another thing I'd be like, I'd be like. Do you guys speak in tongues here? You know, like, <laughs> right. yeah. like yeah. in Hispanic church, yeah. everybody spoke in tongues. Like, yeah. It was like the baptism right. of the Holy Spirit, like when you were a little kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, do you guys speak in tongues right. here? Yeah. You know? yeah. uh, and it's like, and then, you know, it's like, yeah. Or again, going back to the culture, yeah. at the time, yes, it was something that, that was welcome and opened. But I think over the course of the years, over, over with us at Grace, um, was. Um, now it's more okay. We're gonna go after that. It's not just yeah. kind of like, well, it's there if you want, or you know, maybe you might it it might look different, but we're right. really gonna go after that now. So yeah, that was like one of the things. I was like, you know, yeah. Do you guys speak in tongues right. or yeah. or I want or like are they really into worship? Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. the main uh, also too like the the preachings. You know, that was yeah. like a little less like a little less time. Yeah. And like, you know, sometimes in a Spanish church, the pastor goes on for like an hour. Forever. Yeah. I remember one time <laughs> a, a mutual friend, and I won't say his name, a mutual <laughs> friend was like, was like, dang, uh, the preacher got down today. He's like, what did he talk about? <laughs> It, or he's like everything. I was like, dang! Like he spoke. He's, right, he's yeah. in preach for like two hours. Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? We're doing everything. It's like, dang, bro! Like he hit everything. He, <laughs> said, he hit everything <laughs> from Genesis to, to Revelation. He was from the beginning to yeah. Right, right. So that I think like what was one of the biggest things that I learned um, coming from you know Hispanic church to like a full like, Anglo yeah. American American American. Church. Because we're American. Because we're American. Yeah. And I had never saying, mm-hmm. I never thought we did some. Uh, <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. No, so we so we did some. Um, <laughs> it was, was it was it uh, 
Fourth of July. It was Fourth of July. I think it was Fourth of July, and we did like this patriotic melody. Oh, of course. And and yes. I yeah. I had never thought I would sing the words. There ain't no doubt. <laughs> I love this, <laughs> this land. land. God bless the USA. <laughs> like I never. And it was the awkward because I, I was born in Mexico, so I was right. born in well, Tijuana. Well, what was hilarious right. is yeah. you were singing that song, and you didn't even have your green card. Yeah, that, that's why. That's <laughs> why. So I felt very I'm proud weird. Proud to be an American. <laughs> I, I say I'm proud to be, and I'm just like. I'm bearing false witness. Like, so you need book it, you book it, you know. Like, I'm like, oh no, they're gonna know. Yeah, 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 they're gonna know. So, you know, I never thought I'd say there ain't no doubt. I love, I love this land. I mean, I love this land. I love the U.S. Yeah, you know, I'm proud to be. Yeah. What am I? Oh, a permanent resident. I'm proud to be a permanent resident. Born, At least a, I know I'm free. Uh, proud son of uh, Uncle Sam, born yeah, on the Fourth of July. <laughs> born the 4th. It's pretty good, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, no, okay. So I had to get used to all those things as well. Yeah, like I didn't know the sense of patriotism. Yeah, that bro, existed that, that, in, in in the the American, the Anglo Church. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how patriotic people were. Yeah. yeah, and like I remember somebody was just like, "Hey, where's the flag?" I don't know why we took out the you know because usually there's like the 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 flag with the cross, like the yeah, Christian, the flag, Christian and flag, and then there's the American flag. Uh-huh. And I don't know who. That particular Sunday took them down. It might have even been me, but because uh, I'm like, why do we have these flags up here? Yeah, you know. And the first thing is like, where's the flag? Yeah, it's like where's the flag? The flag needs to be up there. Yeah, you know, like, 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 okay. Yeah, and I remember another Sunday. Uh, it was Memorial Day weekend, so they, I remember one of uh, one of the ladies at the church was like, "Hey, uh, when you're up there and singing your songs, make sure that you shout out all the veterans." Mm-hmm. He's like, make sure that you let yeah. like shout them out, have them stand mm-hmm. up, and everybody clap. And you know, I again, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. didn't grow up with that in the Latino. Exactly. You know, it's like, oh, okay. You know, I, yeah. I didn't grow up with that, and because no Hispanic dads were serving in the American <laughs> military. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, um, and 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 just having that different experience of having people like right. see how they worship. Yeah, it's. I remember the first few times it did throw me off, and I was kind of beating myself up. I'm like, man, what's going on? Like, yeah, am I doing something? The anointing wrong? left. The anointing left. And <laughs> but the same thing, I would have somebody come up, like dad, who was just looking at me, staring at me, not doing anything. He'd be like, hey, bud. Good job. Yeah, that was great. I love the songs, and I'm in my head. I'm like, bro. Yeah, are you sure? Are you sure? Because yeah. I, I, you were just standing. You're like, I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I don't know. know how I feel and about then the it. the one thing that did shock me a lot was I saw the that was the first time I saw somebody come to church in flip flops. <laughs> oh yeah, bro. <laughs> like yeah. sandals and shorts. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. The yeah that the wardrobe was big. Right. But in yeah like yeah I didn't I, I remember I remember when I first went. Um, I didn't, uh, I, I was still dressed like button ups, you know, yeah, and like right, yeah. nicer jeans. Of course. Yeah. And like over the time I was like, man, I'm not gonna, you know, right. I'm, I'm gonna wear a t-shirt and Same. I started wearing a t-shirt. I've literally worn this to Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Like I've literally worn this and yeah. sometimes like it shocks my parents, you know, because they're like, you know, yeah. so my brother, so my brother, you know, who's, who has a Spanish church or church that he pastors is yeah. Spanish in LA. Um, they, they started with a very traditional crowd, but the church was never going to be like, you know, traditional Hispanic church. So everybody dressed, you know, yeah. modern or whatever. And this one time he had jeans with rips on it and it, okay. yeah. And they weren't crazy. It wasn't like, right. you know, high beast or anything. It was just kind of yeah. like, you, you know, whatever. Just a little distressed. Just a little distressed. Distress. And a, a family was like, went up to him oh. and was like, was like, you know, in Spanish, they were like, why, why, why are you wearing those pants? Like, <laughs> Right. Like the pastors should be wearing suits, yeah, and and dev their best for the Lord. And my brother was like, "That I don't think that has anything to do, right, right. 
with anything. Yeah, right. You know, and then they never came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so man. it's like, so yeah. that's real too. You yeah. know, like where where I think a lot of people, where us millennials that have grew that grew up in that go, bro, I don't really want that. Right. Like, yeah. so I'm gonna go to a church like at an English speaking church because, like, they get it. You yes. know, so yeah. it's just interesting too. Like, and we could probably talk, have another talk about like, you know, uh, Hispanic millennials that like left. got yeah. left left yeah. Spanish church, but we love the Spanish culture. Yes. I love worshiping yes. in Spanish. Me like, too. I, I love, miss it. Me, yeah. I yeah, miss it so much. I just got to do it again a few months ago for mm -hmm. the first time in a long time, and I miss it. it there's yeah. something about it that feels mm -hmm. like home. Yeah, and it feels like it. It makes me even emotional just right. like to, to sit there and sing like Tu Fidelidad. Oh yeah, that song always is like man, exactly. that makes me emotional. Yeah, you know, in a in a way that no other like even singing in English exactly. as beautiful as it is. Yeah, you know because. I am an American. I was born here. Right. But there's something about singing in Spanish yeah. that I'm just like. And I will say too, when it comes yeah. to worship, um, so let's take a song like uh, "Desiable," desirable, <laughs> right? Um, uh, uh, that upper room did with "Tomato Lugar." Yeah, and I love the English version. I yeah. absolutely love it, but in Spanish, it just hits different. Yes, I you agree. know, there's songs in Spanish yeah. that just hit different. Yeah. You know, like yeah. the words and the yeah. language, and even even the way the language sounds, yeah. and the way the language resonates. And you've you've said that a yeah. lot. Yeah, there's yeah. quite a few songs that I would prefer to sing in Spanish. Like what a beautiful name. Yes, I would prefer to sing that in Spanish, wow. just because I connect with it in such yeah. a different way than when it's in English, and the language is so much different. Our Father, I would rather sing oh, okay, that yeah. in Spanish yeah, than in one. English. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many that I look back and I go. Oh gosh, like it just hits different, you know? Yeah. And then there's songs like King of My Heart that don't hit as well in Spanish, in Spanish. as they do in English. Or you How know? He Loves. Yeah. yeah. I always thought How He Loves was a little, the yeah. translation in it is like a little. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do they say Sloppy Wood Kiss in, in right, Spanish? Right, right, right. <laughs> well, how do they say it? Do you yeah. know how they say it? I, have, I don't think they use that. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Un beso, beso indeseable, indeseable. That sounds, that sounds <laughs> weird. Or something, like <laughs> or something, you know, but that sounds weird. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's interesting, the cultures, and they both, I always, like you said, they can both learn from each exactly. other. Exactly. You know, there's so much beauty in both of them. Yeah. And and we're fortunate that we live in a time where diversity is a big thing. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I was just at a church service where the, the, the church is, you know, I, I guess Anglo, but the the whole worship team was there was no there was all mm -hmm. minorities for yeah, like yeah, a yeah. better term you know <laughs> yeah, yeah and I'm like oh wow this is pretty cool mm -hmm. you know it's like super diverse now yeah and, and, it is yeah. and and that's why you know for us one of the things that we know the Lord has called us to yeah. is to do things bilingual you know right, to really right. do things um, over on Christmas we did. Um, uh, uh, Los Todos. We did it bilingual. Oh, nice. We yeah. did a version. We did it. She sang the English part. I sang this the Spanish awesome. part, and we mixed it together. Yeah. And because I think you're we're seeing now more, you know, like first generation Hispanics, yeah. you know, marry a married a white girl, you know, <laughs> like like that that are I guess you could say uh, what, what do we call that? What, what do you call 
Um, you look Hispanic, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> I thought you were Hispanic. Yeah. Uh, I'm an honorary Hispanic. There you go. When Instagram started giving me ads, yeah. and Facebook gave me ads yeah. in Spanish, yeah. I go, I'm an honorary Hispanic yeah. now. Yeah. 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 So. What's what's uh, what did we call inter? No, it's not interracial. What, Multicultural. What? Multicultural. There you go. Yeah. That's the that's the right word. The, 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 the <laughs> it is. But yeah. That's but probably is. not the <laughs> yeah. PC term yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the multicultural. <laughs> as you see, more multicultural. Um, marriage couples and things like that, yeah. you know, like because I never wanted him to lose his culture, right? Mm-hmm. Because right. he married me, right. or vice versa. Like right. I wanted yeah. to, you know, immerse mm-hmm. myself and embrace, yeah, that you know, there's so much beauty in it, right? Yeah. So yeah. we know, like, that doing things bilingual, you know, is is um, is part of the things that God has called us to do yeah. when it comes to worship, mm-hmm. and yeah, and even you know, we had we have. We have we had a podcast. We haven't uploaded things in a while because you think you you think you know some stuff, and then you go, "Oh man, I didn't." You look back at it now. It's like maybe we should start it now because we're not in the same place, you know. Because like, <laughs> right. now we know some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Now we know a little bit more. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but we but but part of we know our the story that God is is writing through us is is sharing those experiences yeah, and man. being like, hey, you know, we merged two cultures together because yeah. I'm like I'm Mexican Mexican, yeah. like. Banda, you know what I mean? And like, I'm gonna I, tell my joke because oh you gosh. always get mad at me. I don't, I don't always get mad at you. <laughs> you just I come up with better material. No, I always say there's a, he's super Hispanic, so there's a Mexican flag hanging on our living room oh wall, but he's married to a white girl, so it's in a frame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, there you go. It, it, it's not pinned to the wall, <laughs> right? It's not yeah, pinned to the wall, clever, like most people would material. have. Yeah. He always goes, That's your go to yeah, joke. That's a go to joke. <laughs> but you know, like, but that that is me. So it's like it's not like you know I lost any of that. No, yeah, absolutely. You know, like so, um, so we know that the part of the story that God is writing through us is, you know, to speak to that yeah. in worship and just in marriage relationship. Yeah, with a foster son that's like white, blue eyed, and and uh, blonde hair. You know. <laughs> That's awesome. So, crazy. People it's, go, how did that happen? How did that happen? Is there a testimony in there? <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, whose son is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hay un testimonio ahí. Un testimonio ahí. Hay un testimonio ahí. Hay algo ahí, hermano. Hay algo ahí, hermano. Un poco, hermano. I just feel, it's part of the reconciliation. I feel like we're so divided in this country yeah, now bro. over yeah. color and, and race and uh, you're conservative or not and but I feel like all that you know now it's like no man God wants to reconcile yeah right? you know we the the cliche of we're one body you know yeah. and we are yeah you know we're all going to be worshiping in heaven you exactly. know the same that's way. why there's nothing more beautiful than yeah I mean I love when we've been in in, in a an environment that is bilingual you hear people singing the same song in English and in Spanish yes. at the same time yeah. and that's beautiful yes when a song is so like purposefully translated yes that both cultures can sing it simultaneously yeah in in different languages it's like dude that's the sound of heaven yes yeah. it is you know? absolutely that's the sound of right. heaven it is mm-hmm. i was yeah. just at an event uh with our mutual friend broski shout out to broski uh, <laughs> um and uh he was he was MDing, and the worship leader uh she was white and she's leading awesome. And all of a sudden, in the middle, what song were we doing? I think we were doing Rest on Us. Okay. And then, the, and then she, you know, we're vamping as we're vamping. And, uh, vamp. She, vamp. <laughs> and uh, then she starts singing, ¿Quién es el rey? In Spanish, uh, es Jesús. And cool. I was, just, I turned around, I'm like, whoa, okay, mm-hmm. here we go. And it's like she had this room full, and it was a room full of, it was multicultural. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all these people were there. And she starts singing in Spanish. Wow. Es, and that to me, 
man, that touched my heart so mm-hmm. much because I'm like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Skin color, it doesn't, it, that doesn't, that goes away. In the presence right. of God, we're just one. He's, we're his people, we're his right. sons, we're his daughters. And we're just here to exalt and lift his yeah. name up, you know. Amen. And so to me, that was like, that was powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, as a Hispanic mm-hmm. kid seeing that, I was like, okay. Yeah. I love that. Thank you yeah. for doing that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, 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 it's, it's, I think it's where, um, if more people are bold about it. Yeah. Um, it's, it's where the, it's where the, it's where speaking to culture, uh, worship culture is going. I think if people are bold about it, yeah. um, because it's tricky, yeah. you know, it's tricky because, you know, there's, there's this preconceived notion, I think, um, even in, in worship where you have the popular, you know, um, worship teams mm-hmm. that release, you know, n- 95% of the songs that churches all across the world sing. Um, you know, there's like this preconceived notion that, you know, all the best songs are the English songs that are translated in Spanish, you know, and, and, and I mean, I don't think that's the case, No, but I think, I, but I think if we're more bold about, um, mixing the two or writing the two writing in English and Spanish, like how about we write a song that's both English and Spanish. Right. Like, you know, how about we sing songs that are both English and Spanish? Right. And it's tricky to do, you yes, know, yeah. it, of course it and is. It's and it's about culture and the place culture that you're and the at. Right, exactly. You're, at, like, yeah. you're not really going to do that in a church where there's no Hispanic people. Right, in right. Yeah, exactly. you know, but, you know. but so. I think, but I think if, 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 if more people are more bold, yeah. you know, that, 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 that understand those cultures well because it's also about understanding. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like you get Absolutely. a bunch of Hispanic people like, uh, you know, a bunch of like people trying mm-hmm. to tell us how to do it. You know, and I mean, that's another conversation for a different day. But but um, but I think if more people are more bold about doing it, yeah. you know, I think it'll become part of just what we're seeing. And it won't be a surprise, you know, because because right. because it's like because I, I, anywhere I'm at or anywhere we're at, like even at the Grace Conference that mm-hmm. we were at, like like the the flow moments, if you will, mm-hmm. or the worship call outs, if you right. will. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing a lot of them in Spanish, but we were singing in English, okay. you know, but, but mm, I respond that way. Like it's, right. it's, it's not anything fixed. I'm no. just responding yeah. that way. So yeah. I think if more people are bold enough to do that, mm-hmm. it'll, I think it'll cause a shift and it'll, and it'll be, and I, and it's always received well with people. Yeah. You know, I've we don't very, have a lot of Hispanic members mm-hmm. at our church, but we have had moments in a worship night where we just felt the Lord leading that way. And we've sung, half a song in Spanish or something. That's and awesome. then that's people awesome. will come up afterward and just be like, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, because their spirit's still connecting yeah. with what's happening, what God's doing in the room. Right. Um, There's but, only one language, know. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit, like <laughs> tongues. <laughs> tongues. Let's talk about rivers. Oh, because I've seen that a lot. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you guys are a part of it. Yeah. And uh, I think everybody wants to know, oh, what is rivers? So tell us about rivers. Well, you picked. Well, so yes, everybody wants to know. Yeah. No, um, so we're part of a collective yes. of worship yeah. leaders um, called Rivers, and um, it was started uh, by John uh, and Marina Stratton. They're they're friends of ours from uh, up in Santa Clarita. So shouts out to John Marina. Um, and pretty much, it was just a bunch of worship leaders that got together. Awesome. Um, and just began writing songs. That's cool. Began writing songs, and it just kind of turned into, um, you know, different moments where we could um, play those songs. And, yeah. and it was cool because 
a lot of the songs that 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 we were that we've been writing now we were writing but we've been writing i'm not really i'm not trying to sound biased here but but i think they're but they're, <laughs> they're cool they're dope yeah you know I, I think they're great they have it's a fresh take um you know there's a song that we were that we where we had the honor and privilege to write with our friend katie rios yes we're gonna point shout you to here to shout out to katie shout out to katie um you know that's a fresh that we that we that i know it's a fresh take on like what being in the presence of of God is right. Like uh, it's called not just a house, it's a home. Mm. And, and and I think the songs that are coming out are, are fresh takes. So so we've been able to do a lot of ministry nights um, that are like rivers ministry nights. We've done a couple of live recordings. Awesome. Um, and you know I think we've done a few events with uh, this evangelist in Bakersfield called uh, well not in Bakersfield, but there was an event in Bakersfield with this evangelist called Mario Murillo, okay, who yeah. does like big tent crusades. Awesome. Um, and we're actually going to go with him to Colorado Springs nice. in July. Awesome. So we're going to be there with him leading worship. So it's really a collective of like, I don't know, like how much, how many people is it? Like, I would say there's probably like what, 20? Yeah, about 20 people. Yeah. Different you worship know? leaders Different from worship all leader. over SoCal. Yeah, all yeah. over SoCal. And then, and um, of course, Julio um, is in mm-hmm. New Shouts Jersey. out to Julio. Shouts out to Julio. And Barak. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, he's from Jersey. There's people in like Tennessee, right? Um, it's just people from all over that you know um, we come together, and, and the and the mission is, and one of the things we love about being a part yeah. of of that collective is that it truly is for people to find the the um, like the the river out of them, like. Mm. That out of out of yeah. them would, would riving, rivers of living water would right. be poured out, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. kind of like the the the, yeah. the thing with rivers, and that's where the name is, where it's like wow. rivers yeah. of living water be poured out. So it's really about about um, about seeing people come into all that God has called them to yeah. to do and be, and as worship leaders, as songwriters, yeah. right. you know, so yeah, and to see the Lord. So the the songs that are written have really been intentionally written with the purpose to right. for people to see the Lord. They're not point, you, point, they to point Jesus, people yeah. to Jesus. They're not necessarily awesome. like songs that, mm-hmm. you know, say things that we've heard said a lot right. of times, different yeah. ways. You know, a lot of the ideas are fresh and new and maybe geared towards aspects of the Lord that maybe mm-hmm. we we haven't explored. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So it's been yeah. cool to see what God's doing. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. I think there is an album coming out Summer, summer, okay. and then no May, I think. I don't know. So this I'm, month? I'm unsure. I'm unsure. Soon, <laughs> soon, soon, soon. And because there's gonna be two albums. There's yeah. one album coming out. Um, that's who we did a song that's bilingual on there, actually. Awesome. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. Uh, we got to sing on that, and the next one in the summer, I think, um, or late summer, uh, it's gonna. There's another live recording that will be out, and that one, uh. We were on it a couple of times and a few songs that we had the the, the honor to, to to be a part of awesome. are on that record. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. And I know our mutual friend Nidia and Marvin are also yes. part of it. Yes. Right? Yeah. They're Shout also part of Marvin. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're a part of that. That's so. awesome. Well, another great worship leading couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, bro. It's cool. Thank you guys for coming out so yeah, much. Bro. Thank you for and having us. Yeah, no, I love talking about worship stuff. Yeah. And uh, like I said before, this podcast is really just, a, you know, for people to listen to and, yeah. you know, if they feel inspired to write some music, yes. feel inspired mm. to yes. worship, that's that's what we want. Right, know? exactly. Yeah. And, you know, for us, um, 
you know, we're, we're part of what we know God has called us to do is to um, inspire or bring out of that, uh, that culture mm-hmm. out of worship teams and people, you know, that, that's the, finding the sound of the house. Mm-hmm, right. So that's what, you know, um, we're kind of stepping into. Uh, we don't know how or, or God hasn't, you know, we're, we're stepping into that somehow right? Um, yeah. um, as, as the Lord leads. And, and we, we have uh, some music coming out soon um which you can find if you have spotify you can look up uh, victor ebriana again being a, a multicultural couple yes shameless mm-hmm. plug yeah um so yeah yeah we have we have we're gonna have some mm-hmm. stuff coming out cool. that that we're really excited about mm-hmm. um we have that, a project coming out with mm-hmm. our organization yeah we have awesome. a project coming out with the grace organization nice so we did worship uh we did songwriting camps with globally, globally. wow that's so awesome that was pretty cool that's we had really people cool. from like uh, south africa trinidad um south america south america wow. obviously in the u.s yeah and uh we wrote we there was a bunch of songs that were written um but one of the ones that was written is going to be coming out soon probably in like uh in the next few months here that's awesome um, called man. release your presence which is really really cool cool um it was written out of like a word that they gave our our president um the president of the organization so that word is it, like we wrote a song out of that. So that's going to be cool. So God is doing a lot of stuff, man. And we're excited to, to just be a part of it. Awesome. Thank you for having us. Thank yeah. you for having us. Awesome. Well, good to have you guys on the podcast. Uh, yes. For anybody listening, why don't you guys drop your socials again where we can find you? River socials, anything like that? Yes. Uh, I believe the river socials. We are rivers. You can look mm-hmm. at that. Mine is Victor Coda 8 and yours is Brianna J. Coda. Yes. So follow us. Um, I'm doing worship leader prayers every Saturday. Awesome. And so you can find that. And um, yeah, keep up to date with with things that were coming out. Um, we're really excited for what's what's to come. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Thank you guys again. We'll see you guys. Peace out, everybody. Peace.